The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, I'm Chloe Gong. New York Times best-selling author of These Violent Delights. I'm so excited to welcome readers back to the glittering world of 1920 Shanghai in the sequel, Our Violent Ends. Tensions are high, and the stakes are even higher for star-crossed lovers, Roma and Juliet, in this heart-stopping conclusion. Available now, wherever books are sold. Hear that? Is that America cheering? Or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Who wants to sex Matumbo? She was really, really, really proud of those new titties she bought. Hello and welcome. We're back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner, stoked you're here, stoked you are joining us again for episode 64 of the program. Today on the show, oh, well, before we get to that, all all the correspondence, all the ways you can get a hold of us, um, leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS, email us, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com, like our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Go there. Have We have lots of interesting conversations there. So like our page, share our posts, become involved in the show at the mailbag, pardon me, at The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Um, Okay, that stuff's out of the way. Today on the show, you know, the 1800s, like any time before now was like a pretty shitty time for entertainment. And recently we discovered what some of the biggest spectator sports of the 1800s were. And one in particular that we need to talk about, we will get to that. Um, a high school, more teacher sex, this one involving a high school wrestling coach. We'll discuss that. Um, at one point there, there's long been a rumor about Dikembe Matumbo, former, uh, Nuggets center. He was on a bunch of teams. I recall the Nuggets. Um, Dikembe Matumbo, Georgetown guy. Um, there's long. There's a long rumor about him about uh, something that he did while he was a player that may or may not have been confirmed this week. I hope that wasn't too cryptic. Um, also, um, a man on trial for. Bank robbery, shit himself on the witness stand. We're going to talk about that. Um, the quite possibly, like I'm not Jewish, but you know, there's. I wish I were, so I could have had a bar mitzvah, 
And some kid in Arizona had a bar mitzvah, and it's probably the best bar mitzvah that's ever happened. Um, Also, more food-related domestic violence this week. We've had a lot of stories about people getting shot over pork chops and orange juice. And similarly, there was more food. There was a food-related incidents somewhere in Ohio that we're definitely going to discuss today. And of course, Fancy Pop. We will later, Kate will join us to discuss everything that's happening in the world of celebrity news, pop culture, gossip, all of that cool stuff um, that we talk about in Fancy Pop. Uh, but, but before that, before we get into all that, joining me now, as always, co-host of the program, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, although I just, just like seconds ago, got an email, uh, junk email from the Spartan race people asking if I wanted to sign up for a Spartan cruise, which I mean, I mean, look, we've discussed how bad cruises are, but can you imagine being with a bunch of like, like like-minded fitness CrossFit people? Like if I'm on a cruise and I'm not going to be, but if I were on a cruise, all I'd want to do is get shit faced and just like fly around. This would be the one group of people that would not be about that. They'd be like, come on, 6 a.m., everybody time to do burpees. Da- daily, <laughs> mud run on the Lido deck. You're going to yeah. be there, right? My God. Come on, don't be a oh. pussy. The only thing worse than a cruise is a cruise with a bunch of people who don't want to have fun. Yeah, you're like just standing there like drinking a Mai Tai and all of a sudden Jeff <laughs> is like, dude, push-up <laughs> contest, let's go. <laughs> Just horrifying. Don't be a fucking <laughs> pussy. Come on. I do Let's ha- go. I do have an update uh, of a uh, a subject matter that is near and dear to everybody's heart. Uh, Tell me. Our pal, Craigslist threesome guy. Okay, hold on. Resetting for people that might not be aware, and I, I don't know how that's even possible because the guy is basically a star at this point. Yeah, he is. Ed has a buddy known here as Craigslist threesome guy. Um, he's known for at, as that because he once answered an ad for a threesome on Craigslist where he ended up banging the guy's wife while the guy watched. And then he also – it's a little bit cloudy, but he may or may not have also masturbated in the car while they were all in the car. But that could have been a separate incident. We're not sure. When last we heard from him, he was traipsing around Asia with a Vietnamese quasi. We're not really sure the relationship. She might have been um, some sort of a prostitute, although I think he may deny that. Um, he's he's just sounds like the biggest party ever. He's Craigslist threesome guy, and every update of him is fascinating to me and to all of our listeners. So, Ed, what is going on with Craigslist threesome guy? Well, apparently he's trying to get into TV production. Um, oh, fuck yeah, he is. And... He uh, is in the process of pitching some show to Tyler Perry, and I'm I'm, oh, I'm not sure, like a reality show or something. I'm not sure exactly the details, um, but for some reason, I mean, he lives like in the Hollywood area. He does? Yes, he does. What? But for, I might have to hook up with for, this guy. For some reason, um, he, he flew to Fort Lauderdale to film whatever he was going to film. <laughs> Yes. So I'm, I'm not sure what Fort Lauderdale has to offer that California already doesn't, but, you know, who knows? He's got some deal or something. So anyway, my other buddy, who's who's just a kind-hearted fellow who lives in right. South Florida. Um, yes. So he's like, let's meet up. Well, I'm going to be yes, in Florida. Yes, he met up with him, and yeah, it was already – he was, he, was, uh, he was 
pretty deep into it when it, my buddy met with him at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Um, so anyway, he he <clears throat> out of the kindness of his heart, he hooked my uh, my buddy from California. Up right. with Craigslist threesome guy. Up with a woman of the world's oldest profession, <clears throat> you know. Hooked, gave him a number of a of a very uh, solid prostitute. Wow, he just he just happened to have like yes, he happened. He's he's a guy who happens to have this stuff. He's he's one of those kind of guys. But he's 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 a great dude, and he, yes. he thought he would hook hook up. Which you know, all he knows is he gets a text from this woman. At like uh, five in the morning, and so he went home after you know a few more drinks. Right. Went home. He gets a text at five in the morning. <laughs> Why your friends send me bullshit with nine question marks? What the fuck you did? <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's all he got. And so he's like, what? What? Uh, apparently, our pal Craigslist threesome guy uh, harassed her and threatened to call the police on her after negotiations went sour. So uh, I might, I might be friends with a Warren Sapp type, but he's, well, he's back. He's it, back in California now because I, I just don't think the East coast agreed with him too well. Right, right. Well, it might've been a time zone thing. Also, he's <laughs> Craigslist threesome guy. So he was probably blackout drunk at the time. Oh. So I don't <laughs> no question. <laughs> When he's when you're ossified like that, like all bets are off. He can't be held accountable for any of his actions in, in negotiating with Asian sounding hookers. But, uh, but I, I think she was Eastern European. But yeah, oh same. right, oh even better. Um, but he, there's something just it's just comforting to know he's still at it. Like he's agree. Uh, you just need a couple people in your life who are just up to shenanigans. Yeah, he's uh, he's out there fighting the good fight right. for the rest of us. Right, we need we can't do this t- type of stuff. We need somebody who's doing this kind of stuff. Absolutely, and I'm not. It's not just us because I get a lot of feedback when we have updates on Craigslist threesome guy. Right. I get a lot of feedback from listeners of the show so, who yeah. love those updates, so they they feel it. Too. I will I will keep people uh, abreast of the television pitch stories. And uh, anything I get, but yeah, he's fighting hookers. He's making TV production. He's he's making it happen. Outstanding, good for him. Well, great update. Um, let's. We have some email here that okay. we need to get to. Um, this one is from Writes a Bill. I think he weighed in on something last week as well. Yeah. But this is this has become a theme on the show. It started with Zach in Denver talking about the lunch shenanigans at his office, and it seems like that's resonated with with our listenership. And writes a bill is no different. I'm really having a crisis of faith in humanity, and I need your help. That's why we're here. By the way, guys, this this is what we do. We're life coaches. <laughs> we can help you with these things. I, I went to lunch with coworkers, and they seemed cool for the most part. But alas, when the meal arrived, we had to face the situation. Oof. Nay, the horror of one guy that immediately... Cuts his burger in half. Oh no! Asks for a to-go box and puts it in, telling us it's for his wife, like some immigrant sending half their minimum wages back to the Sonora province. Well, that's kind of <laughs> racist. Wow! Everyone else is made to feel guilty for devouring an entire meal. Plus, El Zorro here finishes his measly mini burger quickly which gets the waitress to clear off things and bring the check while I've still got 
half a cow sitting in front of me. <laughs> so my question is, do I use the hollow point on this asshole or on myself for misjudging this guy so bad initially? Thanks, writes a bill. Wow, Ed, that is a situation. It's a, it's that a is an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, because he's, what, he's what got he's got to coexist with these people. There's there's one question I have with with him that we don't know is yes, the guy cut the burger in half, and so he's going to be done quicker. But right. we there is that problem when you get stuck with the slow eater. Let's hope he's not. That's true. Like that's true. Let's hope he's not the slow eater because nobody likes being with that person because you're finished and then you're like, now I got to watch somebody eat, which is something that nobody wants to do. Um, but anyway, with his problem, like I've I I one time took customers out and I went to a, a you know nice enough steakhouse in uh, right. in New York and the guy Peter ordered, Luger's. You go to Peter Luger's. I. I've done Peter Luger's, but this was this was a place. It was you know uh, this was instead of an A plus, this was a B place. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know this was uh, this was Sparks. This was where uh, what's his name Gotti gunned down Paulie Costa Castanello Castanello. Oh, nice. Anyway, landmark. Yeah, okay. But anyway, yeah, great. Uh, dude orders two steaks, and there wait, were, wait. we're like, whoa, this guy, and he was kind of a little guy. Yeah, and he goes. But can I get one of them in a to-go box? And this is like when we, you know, sat down. And he's doing this, and he goes, my, my wife really likes steak. So it's like, all right, we're at a business dinner. You take your wife on the weekend. And, and plus, like a nice steakhouse steak, what, you're going to reheat that? Like, that's no, not, you got to eat it right yeah, away. You fucking eat it. That's part of the whole presentation. Yes. Animal. They, 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 they bring it to you out of like an 1,800-degree oven. Yeah. That's why it's so fucking good. Uh, this guy was such a jerk-off, and it was like uh, – uh, and he would do this kind of stuff. And finally, at one point, uh, I said, look, we're, we're not – he wanted to go out to dinner again like you know, a couple weeks later, and I was like – you're not doing enough business to be to be going out right. this much. Like, come on, buddy. And uh, do you have any uh, coworkers stories where you, where you? Well, it's the whole lunch thing at offices is so awkward. I used to work with this woman that fucking would not leave me alone about going to lunch. It was like she knew everyone really well in the office, and she had worked there for a long time. And I was kind of the new guy, and I. I, you know, I had a buddy that worked there and so we sort of knew each other and we would go have lunch sometime and she was real jealous that I had sort of, you know, bonded with some different people in the office and she wasn't one of them. And so she made it her fucking mission to make me go to lunch with her and I refused. I flat out refused. I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want to get to know her. Right. I, I didn't, I could tell we didn't have anything in common. Let's keep it professional. Yeah, we just work here together. Like sometimes you send me a call or I have a question, whatever. Like that's that's as much as we're going to interact with each other. And that this is this is an office, this is a business situation that people deal with every day where everyone everyone's forced to interact, but don't pretend like it's something more than it is. Like don't you don't invite me to your fucking Super Bowl party. Don't I don't want to play golf. I don't want to see you on the weekend. Like let's just Let's just work together. Let's fucking eat our lunches by ourselves or pair off with the people we actually know. Let's not try to make it a bigger thing. As to as to rights of bills situation here, I that's a tough one. I, I think I go ahead and use the hollow point on myself. Yeah, because it, the situation's just not – I mean it, it won't approve. No. A guy who does that and does it with someone he doesn't know well, 
it, it, there's really nothing they're not capable of, right? Yeah, he's a maniac. Right. He's going he's gonna to do more things, never go right. to lunch with him again because he's – if that's the first thing he's busted out, he's got a lot more arrows in his quiver sure. in terms of weird behavior. Yeah, and, he could and be and asking you for locks of your hair soon enough. Like yeah, he's that's a, exactly – He's a fucking yeah. crazy person. His wife wants to smell him, so yeah. yeah. But oh, one, one other quick coworker yes. story. My first job out of college was at a Danish shipping company. That's right. And I worked with a bunch of Danes. And Is that I, where that Dane got in bed with you? Yes. It, well, that was yeah. that was on my trip to Copenhagen. But this right. was just – I worked with Danes in a New Jersey office. And mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're nice enough people. They're pleasant. They're pleasant to look at for the most part. Right. But they – None of them. I went. I went to lunch like a few times, and this was my first job out of school. So they asked me to go to lunch, and so I do it. And so we're going to these shitty, you know, TGI Friday kind of places. Sure, sure. And Chili's. they don't believe in tipping. They're like, tip. There was an exceptional service, and so oh, I'm like, yeah. I had to linger back. I was picking up the tips just because I felt like a real yeah. shithead, and so yes. I was dropping on lunch. I was dropping, and this is you know, first job out of school making. Whatever, twenty nine thousand dollars a year, and I'm dropping right. like thirty five dollars on lunch for these group lunches because yeah, they were because t- they were too cheap. Because to I had to linger back and like drop and you know whatever. I'm 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 certainly no you know Samaritan, good Samaritan. It was just right. like you can't zero tip somebody who like no, you did their job like. Was, yeah, you're in this country now, asshole. Like yeah. I know you're from fucking Copenhagen and Denmark. It's like they're like that most they. Right. They're always rated like the happiest society. They report the most joy. It's that's great. But you're here now. We right. fucking tip here. Hey, break out fifteen percent. When I go over there, whatever. When I go over there, I happily don't tip. Like, right, because they don't do it there. They don't do right. it. Fine, but yeah. but over here, that's that's how they get paid. Yeah, just pony up, Danes. Okay, right. and and stay out of Ed Daly's bed. When he's on a business trip in Copenhagen, all right? Hans, Lars. Klaus. His name was Klaus. Klaus. Uh, okay, Ed, what's going on in the world of sports? Let's get to it. All right. This week, the Washington Post revealed a horrifying story about life in the late 1800s. That will make us appreciate how good we have it today. Apparently, in the United States in 1889... Pedestrianism, or walking, was the number one spectator sport in the nation. Crowds of 10,000 or more packed into rickety old Madison Square Garden to see people walk a sixth of a mile for up to days at a time. In Washington, D.C., the Washington Post back then described it as the only thing for people to do. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thankfully, the stock market crash of 1893 robbed everyone of their money to buy a ticket, and the the sport quickly faded. Brian, if you had a time machine, what's the earliest year you would really want to go back to? Um, Like 1988? Yeah. I was, you know, I was thinking, like, when I'm first thinking about this question, I was thinking... You know, I guess, you know, mid-60s, but then everybody smelled in the mid-60s. That's true, yeah. Like, it would be it would be real annoying, like, the peace, the peace thing would just get a little bit heavy-handed. It's a little much. I mean, the, 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 the message sex was and the good. drugs would be pretty good, though. Right, sex and drugs would be good, but then you would have to listen to people, you know, talking about their yeah. way to break up the Vietnam War all the time. Like, it would probably be a bummer. I think I'd cap it at 1980. Because the yeah. sex and drugs would still be happening, you know. Right. You're, you're a few years away from 
AIDS. AIDS. Yeah. So like you, you're coke was plentiful. Like yeah. people were partying. I'd say eighty is is my my problem limit. with the eighty is the fashion and the haircuts. That's true. I that's mean, true. there was a lot of it's a lot bad of a lot looks. of work, a lot of work to be a dude. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 the the golden ticket when you're born a dude. It's like I don't have to work that right. hard. Don Johnson 80, was working the linen suit, those pastel linen. shirts. Linen can't can't be a, a good. I mean, you wrinkle so quickly. Yes, and you it's, do. You really it's, do. It's, it's a bad. It's a bad scene. But the the 1800s. I mean, that was really bad. First of all, right. no no internet. There's no fucking iPod, sure. iPads. No iPhones, and the hygiene was suspect. Oh, the smells must have been horrendous. Yes, like, I'm talking about the 60s. The 60s, at least there was probably some daily, uh, you know, bathing or at least teeth brushing. Oh, yeah. go Think about the 1860s. Like, even Whoa. having sex couldn't have been that great of an option. Like, uh, people's genitals were probably covered with hair and oh, reeked. Sweat. Must have been like a, you're pulling a boot out of mud. Yeah. It was like, disgusting. It was probably strictly missionary and, and oral was for sure out of the question. Imagine going down on a woman that spends 14 hours a day – Six days a week running a loom in a 120-degree textile mill and hasn't bathed since two Wednesdays ago. Like, that's, like you wouldn't be into that. That would, that I would be just, bad. You know what I'd do if I were in that, that era? I'd go right to Dr. Thackeray and be like, hey, could you put, could you put some cocaine in my eyeball right now? <laughs> Good reference to the Nick. Yeah, shoot me up with some coke because – Oh, and, whatever you got, and, and you could you get syphilis. Like you could, you'd, oh, your nose would yeah. fall off. Like, oh, fuck. and goodness. and you know it was bad because people were buying tickets to go watch people walk a sixth of a mile. Yeah, and I remember. I mean, I, I I'm having my eras maybe a little bit confused, but I think T- Teddy Roosevelt was right around the turn of the century. Yes, he was. And I remember the story where he got shot back when I was watching my Roosevelt's uh, documentary. Yes, we remember. Um, he he. He got shot and continued to speak for like five hours. Like people sat there <laughs> yes. and listened to a president speak for five hours. <laughs> yes. They had nothing to do. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. There was nothing nothing else better to do. Jesus. What a horrible time. <laughs> Awful. Really. Really. I can't watch something for like two minutes before I get bored. <laughs> yeah, get on. All right, all right. Rap. Where's Where's the point? And like Teddy Roosevelt's got a bullet in him, and people are like, "Keep going, buddy. Keep going. We, yeah. we got nothing. We go home and we got to look at our wife, <laughs> more, our wives. More speeches. Uh, okay. What What else is going on in the world of sports that we need to know about here, Ed? Ryan, yet another teacher banged a student. Uh, These recently. are my favorite stories. The twist this time was it was the wrestling coach. With a wrestler on the team in Creighton, Missouri. Oh, oh, it's a couple, so gay yeah. situation, right? Well, the coach, Megan Blair Baker, was arrested and banned from school property as she awaits trial. It was a she. A lady wrestling coach. Wow. Uh, here's a quote. We heard it happen on a school bus, and the boy was openly bragging about it. Uh, says Sherwood Cass, which is the school name, I think. Sir, Sherwood Cass pr- parent Linda Alden yeah. said. He's he's he, bragging about it because it's a victimless crime. Go on. Yeah. He was telling everyone he had sex with the woman. If convicted, Baker could spend up to four years in prison. Brian, what's the most horrifying part of the story? That an adult had sex with a 17-year-old boy? Or that there's a kid in the school that told his mother about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
That's Jesus, <laughs> why does this mom have a comment? Why does she have? Why does she have to know about this? Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine any scenario? Be like, hey, mom, guess what? The lady wrestling coach is banging a kid on the <laughs> school bus and giving details. Like, yeah, they're having sex on the school bus. Like, who talks to their mom about this no, stuff? No, There's a greater likelihood I would commit a crime with yes. my mom than tell her about <laughs> sex stories. That's a great point. Talking about sex with your mom is a non-star. Like, even if you get what? home. I could picture getting home and my mom being like, hey, what's – I heard – I read in the newspaper that something – and I'd be like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like there's some sex <laughs> – whoa, mom, stop it. Yeah. Like I, I have Even no at idea. this point, after the entire school knows and the teacher has been arrested, but like, huh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about sure. it. But it's your Brian. It's your best friend. I, I don't, I mean, it was you nah, that it happened nah. to. No, I don't know. Nah, know nothing about it. Ed, we, we've covered the fact that banging the teacher has been my fantasy like since forever. Yeah. But even my depraved mind can't imagine a scenario where, where, with the wrestling coach. Yeah. I mean, first of all, <laughs> the, the school I, – I, look, I am, I am all for you know, gender equality yes. and, and all that. But like, listen, high school boys are walking hard on. Right. So if you're, if, and like wrestling coaches, I, I didn't wrestle – but I, I kind of remember seeing, like, I think we did, uh, we, like, lifted weights near yeah. while the mm-hmm. wrestling practice was going on. And the wrestling coach kind of has to mix it up with the, he does. With the, with the wrestlers. It's true. you got to show so, like, them how to wrestle. You can't have a female no. wrestling no. coach of, like, 16- and 17-year-old boys. No. Their testosterone's up. You know, it's, it's just a bad, it's a, it's a recipe for disaster is what it is. But also, like, a 17-year-old, you know, he's, like, he's bragging about it to his friends. Like, maybe a crime didn't occur. Right. You know, like, it's, right. you can't, you can't um, prosecute someone for committing a crime where, where the victim We're is happy that the crime was perpetrated right. against him. Yeah, you never believe what happened. I got robbed last week. Like, people don't brag when they're real victims. Yes, that's exactly true. <laughs> okay, like, next story. Um, and one thing about this woman, we, yes. at least we ended the run of like really hot teachers banging students. <laughs> yes, she's she's not horrendous, like grotesque looking, but at the same time, she doesn't look out of place for coaching a wrestling team in Missouri. Right, like exactly. She's she's husky. Yeah, there's husky. yeah, she's um she she's not a prize. Like he could probably no. could have done better around school. Right, mm-hmm. but he was probably mixing it up with her. It's true. And Mike was like, "Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta put this penis somewhere." Well, yeah, and she had experience, you know. She, she right. led, she led him along, you know. She's right. She could teach him things. He wasn't ready to know those things yet. <laughs> he hadn't discovered <laughs> those things, and she knew. She had experience, and she could show him. Uh, I get it. I get it, right. buddy. <laughs> Next up, for years, rumors have spread on the internet about Dikembe Mutombo when he was at Georgetown. Legend has it, Dikembe once descended upon a Georgetown block party, or some say a cafeteria, and shouted, Who wants to sex Matumbo? <laughs> Recently, while visiting one of those ridiculous ESPN shows where everyone shouts at each other, former Hoya teammate Alonzo Mourning finally addressed the rumor. First, Zoe did the fake hearty laughing thing for 25 seconds. Then he said no comment, then lots of more fake laughter. Then he said, there's some truth to that. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, he was. I saw, I saw the clip, and the way it, he was doing that kind of laugh, where you know it's true. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he, he was, was really like nodding. He was nodding. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, 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 Brian, one, what's your opinion on on this uh, this story? And two, 
was Matumbo's finger wagging thing the lamest thing in the history of sport or just the lamest thing in basketball history? Um, it was it was pretty lame. I don't. I'd have to look. Like at- if he had a key, I, I just to me it, what drove me nuts is if he had a key block in the, the the conference finals or something, and he wagged his finger at Michael Jordan. You're like, oh, you know, wow, that was that was a pretty big moment. That's funny they did it. But this was the like he he probably had a few hundred blocks a year. Yeah, he he, he he did it every time, and I remember seeing highlights of him wagging his finger, and the guy ca- caught the rebound and like put it up while he's still wagging his finger. He would like, get double figure blocks, and because he ha- he couldn't do anything else, he was one of those guys that got terrible. way too much credit for being good at defense when he like wouldn't even go down the court on offense because he couldn't. He had no offensive game, oh, despite he was a the terrible fact, offensive player. Despite despite the fact that he was much bigger than everyone else on the court most seven nights. Two, seven two or something seven one and he yeah he and he was in the league for like probably a dozen years yeah, fifteen he played a years long time yeah and and never worked on any part of no, his offensive no, he game. He never got good at offense. Uh, but here's the here's the thing. Matumbo, like by no on nobody's scale, was this guy a looker. Like this guy, no. he's not he a was, handsome man. He was freakishly tall and freakishly weird looking. Yeah, weird looking, bad teeth, deep voice, just huge. It sounds like fucking Cookie Monster. Yes, like you'd figure he would need to run a little game on chicks, like have a little, have a sense of humor, like be able to like <laughs> sort of. Interact and and really get him to like him. But no, his whole game was just walking in and screaming at the top of his lungs, who wants to fuck me? (laughs) And (laughs) apparently that worked. Yeah. And yeah, the rumor was that he left with two chicks. Yeah. That's that's crazy to me. Uh, But that just shows paychecks, you know, cash is king. Cash is king in this country. That's all you need to know. It's true. That's what I feel like. That's why I feel like anytime you see a hot mom with an ugly kid, you're like, cash is king. Yeah, yeah rich husband, for sure. Right. Uh, I think there's a story about that in Fancy Pop, too, that we'll discuss. Uh, okay, Ed, let me just read you the headline. California, and I'm not comfortable doing these kind of stories. Like, this is, this <laughs> sto- this is like your Lance Armstrong. Like, yeah. you really want to talk about this yes. kind of thing? And, you asked me like three times if we could drop this story. Yes, it's no, not, we cannot. These are not my favorite. I don't like excrement. <laughs> In in any form, <laughs> California bank robbery suspect eats own feces after taking witness stand. <laughs> so a suspected California robber decided to dish out some of his own and sickeningly ate a handful of his own feces while on the stand. Andrew Gilbertson said it was the Virgin Mary herself who suggested he make the disgustingly dirty protest at San Luis Obispo Superior Court on Wednesday. The 40-year-old, shocked that this guy's 40 because he looks about 60, convicted sex offender, not shocked by that, is on trial for allegedly robbing a bank of America Branch in 2013. He allegedly wore a hat and pink child's backpack for the raid. Again, the Blessed Virgin Mary is said to have spurred him on. He's pled not guilty by reason of insanity. Ed. Is this a great attempt at an insanity defense or the greatest ever attempt at an insanity defense? <laughs> it's, it's amazing because if he's not cra- crazy and he decided to eat his shit, like you have, you have to grant him the insanity right. defense. Right, just give it to him. Like, 
Bob Durst maybe like, oh, he's taking notes. Like he's got this story in his cell there, and he's like, all right, all right, that's not a bad plan. <laughs> like if- because because like yeah, no matter what, like he he actually went through with it. He didn't like talk crazy like I'm gonna eat my shit. Like no, he he went ahead and did it. Right, just just seeing somebody with their own shit, like that is like that's. And he has, I saw the picture. He has long hair on half his head, yeah, and and a buzz cut on the other, like, and, and a wound. Hey. Yeah, he's got a visible wound on one side of his head. Like I feel like this guy, this guy's got a case. I don't yeah, know like, whose lawyer. When you is. have to when you have to cut your hair because you have a wound to, to take care of, usually you cut the whole thing. Right. You don't just cut just, all the hair. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, like I don't feel like if we if we say you know by means of insanity and they put him in a hospital and try to rehabilitate him, like I don't I, I I'm kind of feel like why are we wasting our time? Like if a guy is eating his own shit, like there's not there's not going to be a timetable of when he's well again. No, no, he like, should just be in I there think, forever. Yeah, I think we got to lock him up for good. Yeah, they should just give him the cuckoo's nest treatment. Like, just right. any kind of experiments right. they want to do. Like, this guy would right. be a good candidate for that. Because otherwise, we release him and he's what? He's going to be making our food somewhere. Like, oh, we don't, God, we don't need this. It, we man. don't need, we don't need this guy back in society. No, he's out. He can't. He's out. Yes. Yeah, he's he he needs to be taken away. Okay, we're good with not having him. Here's another one: Ed Scottsdale woman accused of exposure, sex with teen. A 32 year old Scottsdale woman accused of indecent exposure and performing a sex act on a teen was released from jail early Thursday morning and will have to wear an ankle monitoring device. Lindsay Radomski, a yoga instructor. Uh, was released at 4.27 a.m. Radomski was arrested Tuesday on several felony charges after witnesses said she exposed her newly augmented breasts to adults and children at a, and performed a sex act on a teenage boy at a bar mitzvah in a North Scottsdale home. <clears throat> Police said Radomski admitted to officers she remembered exposing her breasts but said she was too drunk to remember any other encounters. Radomsky was among eight to a hundred guests at the Saturday affair and showed her revamped breasts to five adults who (laughs) warned her not to show them again. But Radomsky later exposed her breasts to a group of juveniles by a backyard swimming pool and was told by adults to sleep it off in one of the house's bedrooms. But Sunday morning after most of the guests, well, that's the thing. You got to put her in a cab. After most of the party guests had gone home or were asleep, Radomsky allegedly invited seven boys ages 11 to 15 years old into the bedroom and allowed them to touch her (laughs) breasts. All but a 15-year-old boy left the room, and the boys said Radomsky performed a sex act on him. Wow. Uh, Ed, a bar mitzvah is a boy's entrance into manhood. Should he be allowed to feel some fake tits or should he have to wait until his first fraternity party? Also, does yoga instructor rank above or below 1970s stewardess and or Liberace houseboy on the list of promiscuous professions? (laughs) Yoga instructor has got to be like by far number one and yoga instructors are by far number one in crazy Facebook posts too. Oh yes, for sure. Cause That's... I've got a couple of like high school classmates who've gotten into that realm and they've got lots of theories and lots of things yes. going on. Yeah. And I think one of them 
One of them was a flight attendant and now right. is a yoga there instructor. You go. There you go. Um, yeah. It's I, – I, I just think I, – I went to one bar mitzvah in my life. Right. My, my good buddy Jake. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I got at the bar mitzvah was a Patrick Ewing jigsaw puzzle at the end. <laughs> That's like, pretty good. I mean, I enjoy. I still have it in my house. No titty. I did a did a couple of years ago. Yeah. But like, but come on, come yeah. on. The, these guys are getting way better. This it's is true. like the teachers having sex. It's true with students. Like, come on, what? Where are these kids getting this action? She was really, really, really proud of those new titties she bought. And she just no, wanted to show there, them to people. There's nothing as bre- quite so breathtaking as the. Uh, the woman who's just gotten her tits done. They're like this, the yes. single woman, she's the ex- single woman. She's really excited about it. It's, and it's kind of like when your buddy, he gets that big bonus at work and he goes out and buys a new set of golf clubs or a new car. He wants to show you. He, he needs you to know. Yeah. Or, he needs you to know. Hey, come over, come over and check out this big 70 inch TV. I got it's, it's the top of the line picture. Like, come over and have a look. It's the same thing, except that she bought two bags of silicone and had <laughs> had her nipples cut off and had them jammed inside there and the nipples sewn back on. And she wants to show you, like, look, <laughs> look what I got here. Okay, one more story, Ed. These stories. And, and one, 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 one last thing Tell about uh, boob jobs. I was just thinking while you were saying, uh, and there's a 100 percent chance they're too big because every single boob job is a little too big that, that, or a lot too big, but it's never just right. That doctor, that doctor likes to talk them into just going a couple more cc's he'll be like hey you he, he's showing them he's got like the cat do they cams. get paid by the pound right because i always want i always wonder like do these doctors do any of them just like say well let's go a little more tasteful yeah like, no they never. always never. they always go big like they must they must charge for more silicone. they always go a little just go you're gonna want here let me show you the picture here's here's this picture now let me show you what just 10 more cc's can do I can just <laughs> pump up a few more. They always go a few extra cc's. And Ed, I don't know if you know this about me. I prefer a natural look. Look, I'm into I'm, the natural, the unenhanced breasts. I, I like natural, uh, but I, yeah, I, I get that there are various issues why some people feel they need to, but they always go too big. They always. always go too big, and maybe that's a problem. Like some women, some women, I will admit, they need a bit of enhancement. They need a bit of a bump. Yeah, like maybe psychologically, it's it just helps. Real, yeah. it, they're just they're having they're struggling for one reason or another. Like I'm not saying people shouldn't get them, but they they've always like a hundred percent go too big. Yeah, that's true. They always, always, always go too big. Okay, one more story, and just because this has become a theme on the show, apparently, I didn't. Yeah, realize apparently, this is another one of our things. So much food-related crime. Woman accused of stabbing Akron boyfriend because he ate all their salsa. A Canton woman is accused of stabbing her boyfriend because he ate all of their salsa. Phyllis D. Jefferson, 50, is charged with felonious assault, a second-degree felony, and a misdemeanor count of criminal damaging. Jefferson complained about 5.30 p.m. to her 61-year-old boyfriend that he was eating all their salsa. She yelled and jammed a pen in the left side of a man's pelvis. That's like a prison shanking. (laughs) She then knocked over his TV. The man jumped up and caught the TV before it hit the ground. While the man was catching the TV, Jefferson grabbed a small kitchen knife and stabbed the man in the left side of the stomach. 
Akron police found the man holding his stomach outside the apartment. The man's shirt and hands were covered in blood. He was taken to the hospital. She was taken to jail. Ed, what is going on here? Is there a calamitous condiment shortage in the greater Cleveland area that we're not aware of? Ohio is Ohio, Ohio is just lucky that Florida exists. Because there's a lot of terrible stories, a lot of serial killers. There's a lot of bad stuff going on in Ohio. Um, abs- uh, yes, I totally agree. Lot- I feel like we've done a lot of stories, and it's it's still mostly Florida, but I feel like a ton of these stories are Ohio-related. Yeah, Ohio is basically Florida North yeah. at this point. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of food-related crime happening in a lot of places, including Ohio. You, got, you, you do have to wonder in this scenario, though. He had already been stabbed with a pen, and she knocked over the TV, caught it or whatever. But, like, you've got somebody that enraged over salsa. You get the fuck yes. out of there. He, he was there long enough for her to grab a knife and then stab right, him. Right. Like, once, once the first stabbing over salsa begins, it's like, all right, calling the cops and just at least getting out on the front lawn so I have an escape route. Like, oh. you, can't, you can't stay there. Also, like, salsa, number one condiment. Like, how hard is it to come by a, a new jar of pace? But... Brian, yes, a good, a good, a good chips and salsa or a good oh, salsa delicious. is yeah. is pretty delicious. Delicious, yeah, it's it's so a I, nice I snack. Get, I I get the love of it, yeah. And I oh, get yeah, sure. that you know somebody should be punished if they just you know selfishly eat all of it. But it's true, it's a bit extreme. This is this is I, I these are the people that really they they do sweat the small stuff. They're it's true. Like they they get so enraged over little things that they just. They're they're people who believe in wrestling, right? That's true. She she also she also she like she had a chance. She saw him there eating the salsa. Like she's complaining, you're gonna eat all that salsa, and then he does eat it. Like, why don't you just grab a chip and dip in there before he gets to all of it? We've all been at the party where we see, ooh, ooh, getting pretty low on guacamole over there. Right. You know, I better go. I better go load up a couple chips before it's all gone, so I don't have to stab someone later. Yeah, my but I remember my buddy's wedding. He was mad because he had he had uh, apple wrapped in bacon, and he was like, you know, we picked that at our wedding, and I saw you you eating all of them. This was, an, <laughs> and he goes, and I just wanted one. And I said, well, listen, they were out there for like an hour. <laughs> yes, like, yes. sorry you didn't get to sorry it. You sorry you were taking made, pictures. And listen, I was in my early twenties and drunk. I'm eating all of the apple wrapped yeah, in bacon. What? That's that's what I'm doing. That's, what, what, mid, what a mid weird 20. thing to complain about. Like you, I was I was twenty five and drunk. Like I am I, I feel no responsibility for eating all the apple wrapped in bacon. Of course not. Yeah, I'd be eating it too. Uh, all right, Ed. Excellent job. We've talked about all sorts of interesting topics like we always do. But now it's time to get into the celebrity portion of the show, the pop culture segment. This is the portion of the show where we discuss all, everything that's happening in the world of pop culture. And we do it with our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, guys. I'm good. How hey, are Fancy. you? How's it going? It's going good. well. Um, what is going on? Oh, hold on. What have you guys been talking about? Before we, well. Dongs? No. No, no, no dogs no today. No dog-related uh, topics. We're, we're highbrow now. We changed. I'm shocked. There, we um, we were just talking about breast in- implants. Mm. Some woman was mm. showing all the boys at a bar mitzvah her breast implants. Oh, she was? Yeah, and I announced that I prefer a natural look. 
Yeah, I know. I, I prefer more. Well, that's yeah. good for you. Larger breasted, natural. Things worked out. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That's, that's my thing. Your cup runneth over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then some. Okay. Uh, okay. Real quick, before we get into Fancy Pop, I have an email here from one of our listeners, Mexican Batman. Mexican Batman has a... Let me just make sure it's all here. Um, he wants to know about Fifty Shades of Grey. There's a mm. phenomenon happening, and he he's confused about it, mm-hmm. and he wants our take. Uh, his email reads, A couple of episodes ago, you mentioned Fifty Shades of Grey. You had the correct opinion that it is the worst thing in the history of mankind. But why are people not disturbed by the fact that there appears to be an alarming amount of middle-aged fat women that are super into bondage? Maybe it's just me, but I like to think of these women as asexual. Now that I know they have, <laughs> they, they actually have weird sexual appetites, I don't think I want to live anymore. Can you talk me down from the ledge? Uh, well, here's the thing. Some people have sex. Some people have really enjoyable, sexy, hot sex. Some people read Fifty Shades of Grey and imagine having sex. And that's where these people, these women are, right? Kate? I mean, what, what, so he's disturbed that middle age. Yeah. Are having bondage (laughs) fantasies. Well, yeah. I I, listen, I gotta say, I kind of agree with him in that. Like it's pretty disturbing. I never, I never imagined that group of women even having sexual thoughts. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, He really hits it that I, Soccer moms and middle-aged women that maybe aren't getting it a lot. But I'm not talking about just every woman of a certain age. I'm talking no. about like there's a certain group of women who you don't that, want to think of in a sexual but way. But like you know, they get the haircut and they like their style goes. The mom mm-hmm. jeans, like you think, yeah. They, but, there's no way there's a sexual yeah, thought. They, they're still yeah. having sexual thoughts for sure. Apparently, I yeah, I I I sort of agree with listener Mexican Batman that this is not something we wanted to be confronted with, but it's out there. You know, it's happening. Yeah. They're it's they're out there dreaming and we can't, we can't get, go back. Yeah, they're dreaming of getting tied up with by billionaires, getting anal. Yeah, a lot of violence. His I'm, and I'm not, I'm not digging this. I think there's a the one involved a tampon. Luckily luckily these women probably mm. don't menstruate anymore. But still, like it's a lither lot. I mean, middle-aged women menstruate. Do they? Yeah. Oh. I mean, uh, you were talking like fifty plus. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Well, like fifty-five. That's yeah. The change no, has happened I think, by then. Yeah. Um, I, I don't Hot know. flashes I mean, have already happened, right? Yeah. I, I'm sure these women all had sexual thoughts, but now there's a culturally acceptable thing for them all to talk about and yes. share their yeah and and uh, and mexican batman and thoughts. me are not comfortable with that uh okay kate what is going on in the world of pop culture what is happening in fancy pop okay so first story a 22 year old woman an italian model and miss italy hopeful named ombra batliana 22 years old mm. has filed 22 year old has, like not a lot of things wrong when you're when the story starts 22 year old italian model um she's filed a police report against harvey weinstein claiming he groped her at the tribeca film center in new york on friday um badalina sorry i said her name incorrectly harvey weinstein badalina 
major Hollywood motion picture he's a motion mogul. Yeah, movie he moguls. started Miramax. Now he's got the Weinstein Wine Company. He he yeah he's a he's a big time player. Very much responsible for the indie film boom we've seen over the past twenty years. Also, he's very fat and not somebody you would want to have grab your titties. <laughs> no, he's real gross. I I saw him in, up up close. He's he's a really gross. Looking dude. Not handsome. Okay, continue, Kate. Badalina claims that Weinstein asked her if her breasts were real before groping her chest and asking for a kiss. Mm, um, so according mm, to an account of the incident kiss, like, by the New York she, Times. She asked him? No. Wait, he asked he, her. Oh, this is what happened. Okay, okay. According to the New York Times, Weinstein met the woman for the first time last Thursday night at a social event. The two later exchanged emails, and then she visited him at his offices at the Tribeca Film Center on Friday afternoon where they met privately and she alleges he touched her inappropriately. Um, the distraught model allegedly asked the movie maker to stop and flatly turn down his request, sources said. So that's what happened. Uh, How could she resist? Yeah, he is. A little background on her, though. Um, yes. She's one of two models that were invited to Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi. Berlusconi. Mm-hmm. I know I can never say it. Berlusconi's infamous um, orgy in 2010. You mean his bunga bunga parties. <laughs> she said that she was unaware of what awaited her and felt greatly offended when she discovered the soiree was a sex party. Yeah, a bunch of 70-year-old dudes. You wound up testifying against Looking Barcelona, to do some bunga bunga. Um, about the wild romp where the prime minister patted her on the backside and um, while unsuccessfully encouraging her to get nude. Well, she, there's something, certain chicks, like it's not a way you look, it's something about you that invites this. And I don't want to victim blame here, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's, it seems like certain people are don't more grab, don't apt. Grab, don't grab girls. Well, of course I, not. I, Just listen, don't. Definitely not. We're, we're, we're not grabby guys, yeah. but. But, but it seems like you, this bro. happens There's, to a certain to certain girls well, more, whereas some women you know, it'll never happen to, and certain women it'll happen to fifty times, and they could sure. they true. could look the that's same. Either. It doesn't make it okay, but it though. just and it's it, no, it's definitely right. wrong. Doesn't doesn't make it okay. Yeah, but it, it you know who it happens to? You know what kind of person? The kind of person that shows up at these parties. Why would you be partying with Harvey Weinstein? Like in the first place, what, well, what what does she want to do with him? No, she she's wants trying to be. To promote she wants to get noticed. She wants they, to get noticed. They yeah, like, met, yeah. exchanged emails. He, he asked her to come to a meeting yeah. at his office Uh-oh. during the oh. day. Casting couch during the day. So she's like, okay. So Friday, yeah. she turns up to his office, where apparently he goes for her tits and asks her kids. I've heard. Totally uh, normal. I've heard about <laughs> these kind of uh, situations. Um, he's a dad with five young kids, we, too. So if this is true, and, super and, gross. He's been he's accused been, of um, groping before. Has he? I think this is not Serial groper. Time. Could be. But the so. thing about this guy is he is he has burned so many people. Yeah, he has. That, that like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, like, if this is a, a Bill Cosby Someone situation where, up. like, no, 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 no. But I'm saying a Bill Cosby situation where, like, if shit is real, oh, like, some or, people or if this, start coming then forward. Also, yeah, yeah, because he's he's not a liked guy. He's a very powerful yeah, guy. That's true. But like, you know, people love to see people like that fall. That's so, true. and and I, like, I wouldn't Bill be surprised. News, also, before we get to that, before we, we close out Harvey Weinstein, um, our our listener Rome show has a question regarding this um, actual topic. Uh-huh. He said, "I just saw a story." 
on Extra that reported a story involving media movie mogul Harvey Weinstein being accused of groping an Italian model. In the story, it was mentioned that Weinstein had been accused before at one of his, quote, sex-fueled parties. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Sex-fueled. Great term. But what does it even mean? Have either of you or Fancy, for that matter, ever been to a sex-fueled party? I mean, I get alcohol-fueled or drug-fueled, but sex-fueled? While we're at it, can we also bring back the word sex pot? It's been gone for too long, ahead of its time. Sign Rome Show. Uh, sex pot's a word that's never left my vernacular. I use it all the time. I use it on the regs. You do? She's wow. a, if I see a sex pot. You've never called me a sex I'm gonna, pot. I'm, I'm going to tell you pot. why that word should what? never be used. Who's a sex pot? Never. What? Um, I, I don't I have to see one. Okay. You know who's a sex pot? No. Raquel Welch. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna Total tell you I, why that why that should never be used. Tell me because my uncle, Uh-oh. who who is a priest <laughs> and more likely than not has changed for a three dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> um, one time we were at Thanksgiving dinner and my sister and I like walk into the room and he goes, "Hey, you little sex pot!" And my sister <laughs> looked like prop. a woman woman in like a horror film where the, like the single tear trickles down her cheek as she like she just trembles in fear. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's that's the grossest moment oh, of my life." So awkward. Yeah, that is oh, yeah. that is. <laughs> <laughs> then then again, maybe he was saying it to me. That I, don't, is... I don't know, but but it was just really it was really bad. He's... It was it was a creepy moment. It, very creepy. I'll still use it though. I'll, I'll find. I'll show you. I'll show you time. Yeah, but next time you use it, you're going to be thinking of my uh, uncle. Yeah, you kind of ruined it for me. Um, he does have a good point. Uh, how can a party be sex fueled? Like alcohol yeah. fueled? Like you're partying? Like the alcohol gets I'll you going? You. The the drugs get I'll you going? You. But how does the sex ecstasy fuel Is that- the party? But that's a drug. I think it's just a sexual vibe, sexual right. energy. Right. Okay. So for instance. My much I've, younger years. I've been to zero. Attended, I've been to zero sex parties. Yeah. I attended some parties at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, yeah. Midsummer, Midsummer Night's Dream. Everyone's in lingerie. Did you, did you wear body skim- paint? Everyone's in skimpy outfits yeah. and lingerie. Yeah. Sex field. I mean, I feel like everyone's on something. Right. Ecstasy, was, was Burt Reynolds Molly. there? Yeah. Was Was James Conn there? James Conn was there. Of course yeah. he was yeah. there. And Scott, Scott Bale? Scotty Conn was there too. Oh, yeah. How high was his hair that night? Right. Was it eight uh, feet tall was or it, nine feet tall? Those yeah. are sex Was Scott Conn's hair all the way up? Was he still like two inches shorter than you? That's, yeah. that's what yeah. he's doing it for. Yeah. Six, six foot eight <laughs> with that. Added height. Um, so I would say that those type of Parties yeah, sex field. You could describe it's, a sex it's field. When, it's because not like every, everyone's having sex. But like everyone a, knows there's a, the potential to have on, sex. It's on the table. And you know that some people are probably having sex there. Right. In hidden spots. Um, like. Uh, the grotto. Who's that? Who's the that, grotto's gross. Who's that one guy that's in Jane? Dave Navarro. Right. Dave like Navarro. Dave, was Navarro. Like Dave Navarro. Shout off. out to Navarro. Yeah. Uh, okay. I love when you when you see random pictures of the like a, a Playboy Mansion party, and it'll be like, and here's John McCain. It's like what? <laughs> yes. what? There'll always be like some weird old out of place guy, and you're like, this, all my stories, this doesn't feel good. All my here's Tom Bosley. Today, I'm very happy. Yeah, B- Bill Cosby was always at those Playboy Mansion. Here we parties. go. And you know who's someone who likes a sex field party for oh, two? Yeah. Yes, Bill Cosby. 
So it was sex and quaalude there was enough, fueled. So two more women came forward Friday to accuse Cosby of rape. So the the total number of sexual assault allegations against him is um, close to forty. I think thirty eight people now. Yeah, I heard that's forty. A, yeah, so that's a that's lot. That's a lot. Forty's a that's lot. Forty's enough. That's yeah. a trend. So on Friday, that's a woman more than two gropings. That's him. forty gropings. That's thirty eight more than two gropings. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's forty things of smoke, it's a forest there's, fire. there's a fucking That's forest a building fire. Yeah. burning down. Yes, it's yeah. true. Maggie, it's a conflagration. Ma- Maggie Shapiro said Cosby That's took Sherman her. That's Sherman in Atlanta. Sorry, yes. <laughs> took her Chicago to a play. 1896. <laughs> Just let me know when I can talk. Okay, go on. Took her to a Playboy Mansion guest house when she was 19. Challenged her to a game of pinball where the loser had to take a pill. Whoa. She, Shock. She lost, took the pill, blacked out. Yeah. Woke up. He's sexing her. Like wow. inside her. And she was very grossed out, as you would be. Also, like she <laughs> had to know she was gonna lose that game of pinball. Like You're nineteen, it's the what it's like the sixties. Right. Like you're stupid. Like, you don't Bill know. Bill Cosby's gotta be the better p- pinball player than She's a nineteen probably, year old chick. She right? might have had like some I, drunk courage. Like maybe She's her like, dad owned like, an arcade oh. or something? Or liquor store? I don't know. Anyway, um, liquor store. Well, there's, so, there's, remember when there used to be arcade games in liquor no, stores? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> what liquor stores are you going to where there's pinball? Back in the day, there used to be video games and pinball games in liquor stores. This is I, d- I, like I don't 50s? know this. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com, <laughs> Facebook, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Tell us about how much pinball you. You played at liquor stores like me, or maybe it was just me. Okay, my, my dad taught me to make Manhattans. It's not that I was not exposed <laughs> yes. to, to alcohol, but I don't know of any pinball machines in a liquor store. Oh, tons. Maybe it was a West Coast phenomenon. Yeah, possibly. Okay, continue, Kate. So anyway, Cosby's still performing. He's, people are still buying tickets to see his shitty comedy show. Yeah. He's not funny. Um, all, he he's is got getting all those. He was. He wasn't funny. He was never funny. Allegations. Yes, he's no. got all those skin tags all over his face. His fans. The he sweaters. Sucks and, and he still Cosby He fans sits suck. in the chair. He yeah. doesn't do stand up. He sits. And he wears. And he wears sweatsuits. He's getting. He's like, getting put heck- a fucking suit on, you lazy fuck. He's getting heckled a lot more frequently, though. So at his yes. Baltimore show Friday night, one protester uh, shouted at Cosby. Thirty-eight women women called you a rapist, and tell me about the one how you get away with rape. But yeah. the crowd was on Cosby's side. Of course, they were. They and bought a he, ticket. They, they probably paid seventy bucks to watch him do comedy in March. Them, in March of twenty fifteen, they're buying tickets. He told them yes. to remain calm. He said, "We are here to enjoy my gift. Uh, <laughs> we not are not here gift. to argue. Let these people speak. We will find them and ask them to leave. He, I repeat." We are here to enjoy my gift. That's normally what he says right before the quaalude kicks in. I mean, that's something else. Yeah, he's he's a Jesus. special kind. Of, and he's got no defenders anymore, right? Like, everyone pretty much agrees. You know, maybe yeah. his big, greatest crime is, is calling himself his gift. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 what'd you say, Ed? I said maybe his greatest crime is saying he's his gift. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. His gift yeah. was being the right place at the right time. Hubris. Uh, uh, okay, Kate, what else? Um, okay, so back to the Playboy Mansion. Blueprints found in the unfinished basement of the mansion in Holmby Hills show underground tunnels to the homes of Warren Beatty, James Caan, Kirk Douglas, and Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it does tie into yes. an earlier story. Do you? I mean, <laughs> who were all in the neighborhood in the late seventies and early eighties? I feel like this might be just an urban myth. Baller. This, like, this if is, they existed, this is it's the, pretty baller. Yeah. This is Goonies of seventies Coxman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chester Copperpot. I can think of anything funny than those four guys like kind of bumping into each uh, other like, in the tunnels, like oh, on their way to lived or in, from the mansion. If you lived in the na- neighborhood, like, just like cruise over right. on your Segway. Like, why, why do you yeah. need a secret tunnel to get there? Like a pneumatic <laughs> tube. Just have your driver run you over there. Like, well, you can that's come where through they the escape, front door, right? That's where they escape where the dead hookers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it, yeah. Maybe hey, it's not to get hey, there. Hey, Warren, I got a dead hooker upstairs. I wouldn't go that way. <laughs> Good Jack. Excellent yeah, job. Yeah, Not as good as your Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe it was to maybe it was more to escape than to arrive. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> to get out with, with a passed out girl over yeah. your shoulder. Yeah. Who knows? Could be. Who knows? Um, and last but not least, um, we here at the Baller Lifestyle are not big Jamie Foxx fans. And uh, wait, hey, Ed is on. a Jamie Foxx. Oh, you fan. are. Hang on. The douchebag that spells his name with two X's. Yeah. He did that. He did that because he wasn't getting booked, so he gave himself a uh, asexual right. name. That because female comics were getting booked more. His real so name's he, Eric. He did. Yeah, I'm. I I am a fan. I think he's very talented. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. So Bruce Jenner became the brunt of one of Fox's opening monologue jokes at the iHeart Radio Music Awards on Sunday, where he made jabs about Jenner's reported transition to a woman saying we've got some groundbreaking performances here too tonight bruce jenner will be doing some musical performances he's doing his his and her duet all by himself yeah joke number one yeah he continued look i'm just busting your balls while i still can joke number two I mean, very trans. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I read some of his other jokes from his monologue, and they were all terrible. That that kind of humor goes a lot further if it's actually funny. Right. Uh, Joke number two is kind of funny. It's okay, but it's I'm busting your balls while I can. That's that's all right. Listen, but it's not okay. He hasn't made a public announcement. Like it's it sounds pretty transphobic. Right. Hold on. Bruce Jenner established himself as a clown. Like I'm not saying that transgender humor is 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 funny that we we have to make fun of people who are going through a crisis like that but he's a clown though he he specifically is a clown but you wouldn't make fun of a gay person you maybe could make you could make fun of someone for things besides their um gender transformation look joke number one wasn't very good joke number two i think was solid okay well you i think i mean you're also defending the guy that just played daddy warbucks in the new manny Listen, there are a lot of people who who get do shitty films for paychecks, but he was great in Django. He's he was he was he was a successful stand up comic in Living Color was a good show. Mm -hmm. He also likes to sing at you. Any given any given Sunday was good. Any given Sunday was not good. I'm not talking about his acting chops either. I'm talking about him. I'm saying he's talented. He's done. He's done a lot of things. Yeah, not a fan. I'm not not a fan either. But you mean he's, sure he he's, loves him he's, some him. He's made some performances that were okay. For, yeah. sure, for sure. Not in any given Sunday though. That's go yeah, rewatch that. Steven Willie Beeman? Oh wait, go, good movie. Go back and rewatch that. Al Pacino and so that, and that, it goes on forever. Movie? It's Oliver Stone jacking off all over the screen. I know I know football's movie. not your thing. Antiquing on Sundays is your <laughs> I thing. I like but. football. I like you know what I like? The longest yard. 
That's a good movie. Uh, Not the that, Adam Sandler that, one. To me, to me, yeah, I thought you were going to say Adam yeah. Sandler version. Uh, okay, Kate, is that it? Yeah, that's a wrap on Fancy Pop. Uh, okay, outstanding job, everyone. A lot of hard-hitting news. We've tackled the big subjects. Salsa, salts, fake breasts. Bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs, pinball machines. We do it all here. Um, we're going to do it again next week, so join us then. Until then, for Ed Daly, for Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. See ya. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details.